Hello, podcast listeners. Welcome back to 801 Horror Occult with your host, Kira Antipants and Mary Postmortem. Woo! <laughs> so today is Friday the 13th. And we have something very special for y'all today. Pickles. We have a two-part episode. Two! A whole two. Do. Do. Dos. Du point au tableau. De. <laughs> I can't count anymore in other languages. Sorry, guys. Sorry. <laughs> you got the German one? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, somebody needs to get German and it ain't going to be me. <laughs> Usually me. <laughs> <laughs> this is fair. So serial killers with their ties to Utah. And mostly. Mostly. We do have a content warning today because what we're talking about is based on true events and we're going into the land of triggers. Triggers. That's right. We're going to be discussing sexual assault, assault. murders, murder, violence, violence, mutilation and gore. Dun dun dun. And men named Gary. Damn it, Gary. Gary. Fuck you, Gary. Gary's of the world. Don't be a dick. And leave Don't. hookers alone. I mean, ladies of the night alone. All nightlife matters, Gary. All nightlife. Vampires. Werewolves. Zombies. Oh, that's a good one. Aliens that abduct people <gasps> in the night. They all matter. Leave all, them alone. All of them. So li- listener. strung out on drugs. <laughs> They're talking to themselves. It's okay. <laughs> Leave them alone. <laughs> Crazy lives matter. <laughs> so listener discretion advised. You'll still laugh, but you might also be horrified. Yeah, we get we get pretty We get pretty intense. Yeah, that's what words are. <laughs> be sure to listen to both parts though. Both. Cause the second part's gonna be really freaking funny. Really good. Yeah. So without further ado. Dun, dun, dun. Serial Killers with Utah Time. Ron and Dan, Dickhead Dan. Yeah, Lafferty's. I'm not laughing at what they did. Nope. Nope. They're not dickheads. laughing. They t- they're total. They're they're devils. Mm-hmm. Ron decided to spun off of the LDS and go to extreme crazy fundamental craziness. Not polygamous fundamental, just crazy. And then his brother Dickhead Dan decided dickhead. to join. And they had a younger brother named Alan. That was married to a beautiful lady named Brenda. And they had a beautiful 15-month-old little girl. Named Erica. I didn't find her name. Good job. <laughs> Good job. Oh, well, according to Wikipedia, she was 18 <laughs> months years old. And she was... 18 months. Erica. So she was under two. She was a toddler. She was a toddler, people. She was a toddler. She was a little baby. Little baby girl. Um, Ron and Dan were the brothers-in-law. Yes. To Brenda. So Brenda was married to their brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, their younger brother, Alan. And Ron and Dan, um, Ron decided that he was a prophet. 
mm-hmm. and that he was told by God that he needed to eliminate certain people off the earth, two of them being his sister-in-law and her daughter. Because she didn't agree. She didn't think he was a real prophet. <laughs> no. She thought he was full of himself. She was full of himself and that all of that was ridiculous. So guess what they did? They killed her. They slashed her throat and then dickhead Dan. Dickhead Dan. Slashed the baby's throat. (gasps) Horrible. But before he slashed or they slashed Brenda's throat, um... They beat her. Yeah, they beat her, wrapped a vacuum cord around her neck, and then slashed it. That's fucked up. That is fucked. That's that's torture. Mm-hmm. You're not just killing a person. You're beating them. You're trying to strangle them. Why and would, then you just slash their throat. Why would God tell you to torture them? I'm still trying to figure out why. A baby. Yeah, I'm still trying to figure out why God that's told horrible. Abraham to kill Isaac. But that's another soapbox for another day. It is true. Um... <clears throat> But There's yeah. two things you don't torture. Baby is an animal. It's true. You don't. Yeah. I'm not even into kids and I don't think you should be mean to kids. Because they're innocent. Animals <laughs> are innocent too. Per se innocent. <laughs> they're little dickheads. Yes. But... I never said that they weren't obnoxious <laughs> or noxious. They're noxious. Obnoxious. <laughs> or annoying as hell. And or like expensive. Ex- very expensive. Stinky. Stinky. Dirty. They have sticky patties. And when I say patties, I mean your hands like pat a cake, pat a cake. Just messy. That's the thing that I always fear when a child comes after me. I'm always like, <gasps> their hands are sticky. Well, yeah, their hands are on everything. I didn't even like sticky hands as a child. <laughs> my my friend, her little son, when he was a baby, he would become unglued. Like he would become unhinged and cry if like anything got on his hands and his hands were like sticky or dirty. And I'm like, I don't know how you birthed my child because that's me. And she's like, I know. <laughs> Your kindred spirits. Because we can't have anything on our patties. I still think that's weird. Patties. <laughs> patties and then are your feet petties? Sure. Patties. No, I just call them feet. Oh. But I say other things like, what's her bucket? <laughs> I say that too. Or say, what's her butt? What's her bucket? Yeah. So I have a lot of interesting words. So they killed this poor innocent baby. Mm-hmm. And the mom. And the mom. She's pretty too. Did you see pictures? I did not see pictures. Pretty lady. Oh wait, no. Yes, I did. There's an old timey picture of her. She is an old timey picture <laughs> from in the eighties. Yeah. <laughs> so it really was long ago now. What it really hell? was. It's Fuck. over thirty years. So th- this um. She was 24 years old when she was murdered by her brothers-in-law in in 1984. And this picture looks like she was a Twin Peak, like the chick from Twin Peaks. Yeah. Is it Laura Palmer? Who the hell is the main character on Twin Peaks? I don't know names. But it really does look like a character on Twin Peaks. (laughs) Yeah. So. She's got the Hollywood looks. She's got the, yeah. She's a very pretty woman. So after they got sentenced, Ron died of natural causes in prison before he could. I don't like that. Atone for or pay for his crimes. I don't like that. No, but he guess have been what? Tortured. Dickhead Dan's still alive and in prison. He got he, a life sentence. He didn't get, like, they were just gonna get life. He didn't, I thought he just barely died too, though. Did he? I thought he did. I thought he was still alive. Either way. News, Utah death row, Ron dies of natural causes. You yeah. mentioned that. Dickhead I'm gonna Google Dan. it really quick, because I thought... They both died. Make a song about Dickhead Man Dan. 
You're correct. Dan Lafferty remains in prison serving a life sentence. Yeah. So, so people in prison, if you listen. I don't know how, but if you're there. Yeah. If you, if somehow you can, just give it to him in the butt all the time. Or take him in a dark corner and, you know. Yeah. Just give it to him. Because he killed a kid. He killed a baby. We all know. He killed a baby. We all know how, even in prison, that's a huge no-no. You don't do that. So, Go after dickhead Dan Lafferty. Avenge avenge baby Lafferty. Avenge. Avenge sweet little baby. And now, the elusive Robert Jean Bennett. He's elusive. He is, because we couldn't find a lot of information about him. And he has some pretty gnarly evidence to just accuse him of being a killer. He's a saucy old man. He's not sexy saucy. No, he's not a silver fox. (laughs) No. No. No, 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 no. (laughs) Nope. Nope. He's just fucked in the head. Maybe aluminum, you know, because aluminum is... That does make you crazy. Yeah, uh, he's an aluminum fox. Aluminum. (laughs) He's tin cannibal. He's a tin can fox. He's He's a tin fox. I'd kick that tin can all the way down the road. Yeah, onto a train. So good old Robert Eugene Bennett, who obviously has three first names for... (laughs) That is setting him up for just right. That's how you knew he was going to be a serial His killer. Parents hated he him. He had three first names. I mean, he was born in 1938, so yeah. So he's part of the baby boomer mean. silent generation, right there. Yep, they're like, well, he has no hope because he's probably a child of one of many, probably. And there were so many depression babies. Depressed babies are the worst. <laughs> He was a dumpster baby in the twenty in the in the nineteen forties. <laughs> that makes me think of the Sunny episode. Oh no! <laughs> Again, everything can tie back to Sunny. They have so much good stuff, though. So, Mr. Bennett, mm-hmm. the way he was accused or found of being a murderer, rather, is because he was caught in Nevada for like social security fraud. They went to go, they went to his house to investigate. In, guess where? In Utah, in Salt, was it Salt Lake? South Salt Lake. South Salt Lake. We're hitting up you South Salt Lakers now. Which is scary because West Valley is about five miles (laughs) west of South Salt Lake. And Taylorsville. And Taylorsville. So we're right there. Like South Salt Lake. Yeah, South Salt Lake and Midvale, they're all right tucked in there together. We're all (laughs) hanky-panky. We're getting into the hood now. No, that's um, Kearns or Rose Park. Or that's Glendale. true. Kearns is not. Kearns I don't know. Brigham City is pretty. But that's like. We have not found any serial killers or any killers yet. Yet. Yes. Keyword from Brigham City. Not yet, but we're going to get our we're last gonna person delve, is yes. going to be northern Utah close to Brigham City. That Almost is there. true. Almost there. That is true. Um, So South Salt Lake, they searched the grounds of his home and in there he was in, renting. That he was renting. He couldn't even own it. He just rented. He was just renting it. He was a resident of Utah. Such a waste. He could have just <laughs> built equity by buying a home. It's true. Instead of committing social security fraud and murdering people. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, buy fraud a house, doesn't don't pay. murder, don't do fraud, I'm, just I buy a house. I am now convinced after doing this tangent train that fraud <laughs> and counterfeiting leads to murders. <laughs> just like marijuana Utah. leads to opiate addiction. <laughs> so in Utah, 
If you start do with fraud, kids. you will be a murderer. Yes, don't do fraud because that is a downward slope to serial killing we and murdering. We have proof right here. Right here. Did you, have you not paper. been listening? Have you not been listening to all this hard research? No, I have not been listening. Listening. I, can't I have listen a hard no time good. with the words. <laughs> I can't word either. I can't word today. They don't come out my mouth no good. Da da da. <laughs> Sunny. So when they were they were searching his yard, mm-hmm. they dug it up and they found a dismembered torso. Yep. And a head wrapped in plastic. A head. That was a not premium. close to the torso. Can you imagine how big the hole would be for my head? <laughs> Someone, if people, people think it's de- a drum, they're like, there's a snare drum buried down there. <laughs> oh, it's just a fire pit with a lid. <laughs> oh, there's a head. Oh, my God. It's a head. <laughs> oh, shit. How did that head get so big? Man, this woman must have been seven feet tall. <laughs> nope. Not even close. I'm not even six foot. Right. You're about two feet too tall. <laughs> I am three foot five. Oh, dear. I'm as tall as my head is big. Do you Can know? You in, do you know? And so I married an axe murderer. I love that movie. Where he's yes. like, I'm not kidding. That kid's head is like an orange yeah. on a toothpick. That's me. <laughs> That's that what you're reminding me. me of. Head paper now. <laughs> Get your mother the paper if you can. Hold that gargantuan oh. cranium about. At least I got man shoulders to support my giant head. Same. I couldn't wear my dad's leather jacket because my shoulders were too broad. You had broader shoulders than yes! your father? I know. I'm like, but I'm the youngest daughter. That's impressive. It makes me so embarrassed. <laughs> I'm like, apparently if dad and I were on a football team, I would be the quarterback. <laughs> like, I don't play football, by the way. You're like, take that, dad. I win. <laughs> Just like knock him over. <laughs> So they found these body parts in his in Mr. Bennett's the torso yard, and the head. The torso and the head. And they tried to they needed to identify the person by the dental records. Mm-hmm. Which luckily the teeth were intact. Yes, they were. It was perfectly preserved, as research has said. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they needed to question they needed more information about Mr. Bennett because he wouldn't talk. Oh. He was a vault when he got apprehended by police. Well, you know, Maybe his tongue was cut out. Maybe. Maybe he was getting into dismembering this body and he bit his tongue off. Maybe. Or maybe he, he like, tested Ugh. on his own body first and did his tongue. I'm going to cut my tongue and see how hard it is to dismember a body. <laughs> maybe he was trying to check how long it would take to stop bleeding. Because if you're cutting a head off a body. That is true. What if he thought if he cut off his tongue, he would forget what he did. So he couldn't tell the cops. And Brilliant. his tongue would grow back because no one said he was smart. Because he thought he was part lizard. And that's a thing that happens with lizards. He is a reptilian. He's a reptilian person. not the person. smart ones in politics as conspiracy I mean, they are in things. politics. Are they really smart? I guess that's true. <laughs> They're smart enough to have some cash. It's true. He was not because he rented a home. He did. Speaking of homes, after they apprehended him, they couldn't get any information from him. Nope. They went to... It was Washington, right? Or Oregon. Oregon. Again, Oregon. Pacific Northwest. He went. They went to find his wife, who had been missing for 12 years. Yep. They she, decided, huh, I, maybe we should search their property that they had together. They call it soft earth. Soft earth. <laughs> so they go and they investigate this home or this property that he shared with his wife, and they found her torso 
wrapped in a plastic bag wedged between a pipe and the septic tank. How, no pun intended, but how shitty would right? that how be? Right, how shitty is... Put oh. me somewhere not by a septic tank if you're going to dismember my body. Although, that is smart on the killer's end because think if it started it to smell... It smells like shit. I mean... And you're like, what did they eat? Right. Or like maybe he <laughs> thought that, you know, if the septic tank started to leak or something, it would True. erode the body. So it's not a terrible place to hide a body, but it's it's brutal that this little old... And he is a little old man. Yeah. Like, he's I was born we, in the 30s. Yeah. Like, I couldn't... End of the 30s. I couldn't find any information about him as a person beforehand. Nope. Just that he's old. Yeah. Just that he's old. That he was committing social security fraud. Mm-hmm. So it's really... He disturbed me a lot just for the dismemberment and the fact that yeah. he's a little old man. Well, that's why we mentioned him. Exactly. He's creepy dismembering person. Chopping those bodies up. And he only pled guilty to second degree murder. Right. Second degree, second degree mur- murder. Because they couldn't get a statement out of him. He chopped up the... Oh, and the first body he chopped up. The guy's name was Larry Dwayne White. Sounds like when you mashed up Dwight from the yes, office. The office. He would have kicked this guy's head. He would have. Because he's Dwight. Because he's Dwight. Dwight is right. It's true. <laughs> he would have known how to do karate. <laughs> That's right. Because he learns from his sensei. <laughs> yep. And then he could bury um, Robert's body on his beet farm. With the beets. It would With be neutral. Gosh, I can't talk. <laughs> nutritious for the beets. So nutritious. So nutritious and delicious. All right. Our last Gary. G-G-Gary. The third, the honorable mention Gary. Yes, the honorable mention Half Gary. Half the G-spot. Partially. Half. Mr. Arthur Gary Bishop. He is a freaking diddler. Total. Total diddler. He needs to be put on an island. He, I think, is dead now. Isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he's dead. They they lethally injected his ass. He should have gotten hanging. Uh-huh. Because he's a diddler. He is. He's a diddler. He's from Hinkley, Utah. Hinkley, Utah. Hinkley, Utah. What part of Utah is that? Hinkley terrible. is part of Miller County. So oh. we're, we're in central Utah, I think. Wait, hold on. Let me look at the map. He was born in 1951, too, while she's looking up where the hell Yeah, so Utah he is. is in, like, central Utah area. He's going to be uh, on the... Where am I? He's going to be on the um, central <laughs> western part of the state. So closer to the... Probably about as close to the Nevada border, like desert border, as he is to Salt Lake. But yeah, so... More around, like, where my kin's from in the rural area of Utah. So his parents were Molly Mormon. Explain to our listeners what a Molly Mormon is. For those who don't know what a Molly Mormon is, for the maybe one person who is not in Utah or is in Utah and unfamiliar, Molly Mormon are extremely Mormon people. Very staunch following. Yeah, they are, like, crazy religious, like the... Like the Carrie's mom from the Stephen King story, crazy. Yeah, like very, very religious, very strict. They are very by the Mormon books. Yes. So the hat, hence, is a Molly Mormon. So like when you hear, I grew up in a Roman Catholic home. 
It's the same. It's, the, it's like the same. You grew yeah. up in a Molly Mormon home. Yep. So he was accused of embezzling from a car deal, a used car dealership. Used, not even, not even, no, a, not even a new one. Just not, used just cars. Used. I mean, maybe he's like, it'll be easier. <laughs> it might be. Used. Was it Arthur who is now dead? Tell was us. Was it easier? We'll get a Ouija board. No, not in this house. <laughs> We'll go to the cemetery. Quit trying to make things happen in this house, Mary. Hey, you're the one that wanted the Skinwalker episode and invited the paranormal in here. He wanted me to sit on his lap, okay? (laughs) (laughs) So, so he moved from Hinkley, Utah. Yes. To Salt Lake. To the big city. To the big city. Because when you're from central Utah. When you're from central Utah in the desert. Honestly, Salt Lake is the big I'm city. pretty sure everything is bigger than that. No, it totally is. Hinkley. Totally is. Everything. So he also changed his name to Robert W. Downs, which is what he used to enroll into the Big Brothers slash Big Sister program. You And guess why, people? This is where another warning should pop up at some point. Yeah. He started to molest children because he's a diddler. He's a diddler. He's a diddler. And a very creepy one. So he molested two boys while he was in that program. Yes. They reported it to the police. And guess what? The police did nothing. Absolutely correct. They did not a damn thing. That needs to change in our nation. Well, this was in the 70s. Still needs to change in our nation. True. It's getting better, but it's still not what it should be. Yes. Then, this is where things started to go wrong. So he escalated a little. It gets worse. It gets worse. Be prepared. (laughs) Brace yourself. Because we saved the worst ones for last, guys. We sure did. (laughs) We sure did. Although, Mr. Ridgeway, the first G spot. Yeah. He could have been towards the end, but we had to have a bang up front. We We had to have a bang. All the Gary's were terrible. We had to have a bang, and then we had to kind of bring it down, so it's then we true. could bang back up. It's true, like a roller coaster, like yeah. a proper roller coaster, like a a banging roller coaster, like a banging roller coaster, <laughs> like a highway to hell. So, in October fourteenth, nineteen seventy nine. Yes. Poor four year old Ilonzo Daniels. Oh no. Yes. Saw the picture. He's super cute too. Super cute kid. He was lured with the the luring of candy. Always. To Mr. Gary G-Spot number three, who lived across the hallway. Oh, no. In the apartments. So he lured this poor little child in. His neighbor. His neighbor. Hit him with a hammer. <gasps> repeatedly. And then he drowned him. In his bathtub. In his bathtub. And then, once he was dead... He put this poor little kid in a box. And as he was carrying out this child, mm-hmm. his mom, who he walked past, no. was out calling his name. Does that not give you goosebumps? That hurts my heart. That is an uber dickhead. That hurts my heart. And I don't have a heart. Right? It hurts it. My he, heart has been hurt a lot lately. Jeez. Apparently, he also tried to sexually assault this poor child before mm-hmm. murdering him. Oh, yeah. Because he's a diddler. I just... That yeah. impl- that's implied. He will diddle and then he will murder. Right. This is where it escalated, though. Right. So this is where he's particularly terrible is because mm-hmm. he 
I feel like with killers and serial killers in particular, like the sexual assault can be hit or miss. Mm-hmm. But there's a special deviance for people who target children, sexually assault the children, and then murder the children. Yeah. Like, it's not enough that you just murder the child. You have to try to violate it, too. Uh-huh. Yeah. Don't violate anyone. It's, don't, yeah, just it's don't. It's awful. Don't. Um. So then, he was like, okay, I gotta stop killing kids. So what does he go to? Trigger warning for all my super furry friend peeps. He decided instead of murdering children, he would murder puppies. <gasps> no. Yeah. Yeah. This guy's a fucking king of dickheads, dude. So, he has so many bad qualities. He could be a daggle on his own. He murdered over 20 puppies throughout a span. Yeah, that's not. Yeah. All while he still was molesting children. Of course. He just didn't murder them because he was murdering, he's getting his murdering lust out of a puppy. So he was fulfilling his needs yeah. through two different innocent. Here's where it breaks my heart because we all know how big of a dog, per- well, right. we all by the few listeners that know me right. and us and my dog right here, how much I love dogs. Mm-hmm. He said that a puppy screamed like a child when you would murder them. That makes me sick. Right. Their words like can't express out now. that. Well, I just I I don't know why fuckers. any I don't know why anyone would take pleasure in in the sound of a scream, no, in the sound of agony. Because I you're don't a fucker. like it. You are a uber dickhead. Yeah, there's something wrong with your brain. Oh, probably yeah. needs a lobotomy. Yeah, or this, a firing squad. This to the is head. why he's one of the most prolific Utah murderers. Yes, he started in November in November yep. 1980. He killed for the second time. He mm-hmm. met an 11 year old boy named Kim Peterson, whom so he lured to his apartment kids. on the pretext of buying a pair of roller skates. So he goes to a place where the kids are hanging out, sees this kid and offers to buy his skates, lures him to his apartment saying that he's going to buy the skates he needs to get his money. And the sad thing is, like, the kid was so excited because he told his parents, I found someone that's going to buy my skates. Right. Because I'm sure he wanted to buy new skates to hang out at the school, mm-hmm. at the roller rink. So he murdered him. He murdered him. There's not a lot of. Yeah. So he bludgeoned the poor boy to death and his body was buried close to that of Alonzo Daniels outside of Cedar Fort, which is in Utah. So sad. So and I'm looking up Cedar Fort right now. Oh, it's a town, not an actual fort. I guess it's both. <laughs> but Damn it. If I'm going to be murdered, I want to be buried in a fort. <laughs> I, really I guess would. it's a town because there's a po- post office. So it's located in Utah County. Of course it's in Utah yeah. County. So it's somewhere by Orem and Provo, I guess. I've never heard of this place. I had neither. Maybe it's something else now. Yeah, Provo, Orem, Metropolitan 70s. Statistical Area. But the population was 368 in 2010. Good God, That is not tiny. a city. That is a town. It's a little podunk town. It is. I mean, it said it was a town, but still, I don't like when things say they're, they're cities and they're towns. If you were under <laughs> a certain population. being anal. <laughs> it's because there's a difference. If there is not a Walmart, it is not a city. I'm just <laughs> there's Walmarts everywhere now. I don't, I don't even like Walmart. I hate the Waltons, but <laughs> that's another tangent for another day. <laughs> so after he killed this this boy, this was his second human murder. In 1981, so the following year, um, he lured a four-year-old boy, another four-year-old, from a supermarket to his home half block away. Several shoppers recalled a smiling man standing near the child, but only could give a vague description. This resulted 
in one of the biggest searches in the Salt Lake County history. Um, they dredged ponds and lakes. They hypnot they even hypnotized people at the supermarket to see if they could recall details of the abductor. Um, the FBI were contacted, but they were unable to find any trace of the boy. And then two years later, Bishop strikes again, abducting a boy named Troy Ward from a park near his home the day after his sixth birthday. So he has a fetish for not only kids, but like toddler kids, like kids that aren't even eight, that aren't even old enough to get baptized in most religions, that haven't even touched or bridged puberty, but like are babies, like baby babies, Mm -hmm. coloring with crayons and, you know, have those... I don't, what are those called? Like the daptors on their pencils or whatever. The wedges on their pencils. I have no idea. Oh, you don't know? <laughs> I don't know. I guess know. that was just a torture device from my elementary school. <laughs> um, and that wasn't, he didn't stop there though. He didn't stop nope. after that. He just kept murdering and kept molesting. Murdering. Um, his final kill was a month later. It was um, a 13 year old who was embarking on a camping trip with a friend and an adult chaperone who happened to be Mr. Arthur Bishop. Of course. So uh, Bishop lived in the vicinity of the four abductions and knew the fifth child's parents. Uh, police brought Downs in for questioning because he was going at, by Roger Downs at this point. Um, they eventually got them to confess. To, he, they eventually got him to confess to all five murders. And mm-hmm. then Bishop led the police to the three skeletons near Cedar Fort and two more recent corpses near Big Cottonwood Creek creepy which big cottonwood canyon is not that far outside of our suburban area yeah it's just up on the wasatch it's a very popular site but yeah so this dude was a fuckerton (laughs) super dickhead fuckerton yes he was a he's a dufferton he's a dufferton (laughs) dufferton yeah his reign of terror was from 1979 to 1988 10 years yeah fucker he um he was also he was a Mormon and he eventually got um kicked out for his embezzling. They eventually excommunicated mm-hmm. him. Um did you see his um mugshot? Yes. Oh, what a pansy. He looks like just a fat kid you want to punch in the face. <laughs> He's a duffel bag pansy, is what he is. Yeah. But you know, he looks like that kid that always had to like pop up and make some annoying comment. Yeah. And was always eating something at the back of the class. And making like, a lot of noise. Yeah. <laughs> Breathes really heavy when he comes by. <laughs> like, when he walks by your desk, he's like, <laughs> Can I borrow a pencil? <sighs> Can I have some tots? <laughs> so that is the sad, sad tale of the people or the children that were tortured by the honorable mentioned Gary, Arthur Gary Bishop. G spot number three. Who died by lethal injection, which is the most pansy way to go compared to these other fellas. I don't think that should have been an option for what he did. Like, no, I think that if you kill children, diddler. you should not have the option of a nice death. Exactly. You should have to be hung. Children and puppies. Yeah. All the babies. Be it fur babies or people babies. It's true. Humans. Puppies. It's don't true. Don't murder. No. Don't, mar- don't, don't murder. Don't be a diddler. Don't murder things that only want to love. Exactly. Leave leave the babies alone. All the babies. All the babies. All the babies. So our last murderer. Oh, flat. <laughs> oh, flat. 
Israel Keys. You didn't know he was from Utah, did you? Not with a name like Israel. Nope. He looks like a fucker full of fuckeries. He's a fuckerton fuckface. Yeah, he doesn't have eyebrows. A lot of these guys on this list don't have eyebrows. You know what that means? Just like if you have a unibrow. You're evil. <laughs> evil. Evil as in the devil. Devils don't have eyebrows. So this guy is from a city called Cove, Utah. Which I didn't even know. Which existed. is so damn podunk that I had to look this shit up on Google Maps. <laughs> ding, 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 and then ding. I saw that it was north of Logan, Utah. Which, which explains a lot. Brigham City and Logan are about as north as you can get in the state of Utah before you start going into Idaho. Idaho. So he is from Cove, Utah. Mm. From he a Mormon family. From a Mormon family. From a large Mormon family. Which is just your regular Mormon family. It's true. He was I'm the, from a small Mormon family. I am from a, I guess, technically large. I mean, my dad wasn't technically Mormon, but my mom had six kids, so. That's a lot of it, children. It is a lot I of children. I did not know you had five I, siblings. Five siblings. Wow. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. I have two. Yeah. My parents were both married twice. But my dad's did not result in children. Gotcha. Um, so he was the second of ten children. Ten children? Ten children out of Cove, Utah. Good God. When he was five, his family rejected Mormonism and moved to an area near Colville, Washington. Again, back to Washington. What what is in that salty air? It's Washington. There are so many murders. (laughs) Is it because of... Bundy? Also, is it because it's by the water and they can just dump the bodies? Like, I I think it's just Washington is just full of all the killers. It's crazy. So while they were there, they lived in a one room cabin without electricity or running water. No wonder why he turned crazy. Right. (laughs) They also practiced white supremacist Christian ideology. So you went from being Mormon to being a white part of the KKK. Yes. Living in the backwoods, no less, when you're a little kid. Like, you grew up in the backwoods. You have to. If you're going to be in the KKK, you have to be in the backwoods. Because it won't make sense otherwise. I mean, I guess that's true. Um, But, yeah, they they didn't have electricity or running water. Um, It was almost like an Amish. The Keys leader describes the community there as militia-like and Amish. (laughs) So I can't imagine how backward that community is. They've been spending most of their lives living in an Amish paradise. They turned butter once or twice. Oh. Living in an Amish paradise. In an Amish paradise. I love you, Weird Al. As an adult, he lived on the Maka Reservation out of Nia Bay, Washington, where he met a woman and he had a daughter. Those poor people. He also served in the United States Army. Um, for a few years from 98 to 2001 in of Egypt. Course. 2001. I don't know why I said wood. <laughs> to 2001 <laughs> in Egypt. Um, he, he wasn't... One other thing that's in common is that he wasn't really a social person. People just kind of noticed his habits, noticed what he liked to drink, but he just seemed like... He was a wallflower. There's yeah. nothing that stuck out, which is why he was able to be so successful. Exactly. Um, and with his murders, he targeted random people all across the United States, and he would plan, he would do months of planning, sometimes even years of planning. Mm-hmm. Um, he, 
murder kits. He would bury murder yeah. kits. So he would go, he would travel somewhere. For example, there was a couple in Vermont that he found that he decided these are going to be my targets. He went, followed them to their home. Near their home, he buried a kill kit that had like weapons and cash and things that he could do it. He did it before he picked his victims. He would randomly place them. Oh, really? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Hmm. I thought it was the other way around where he'd find where they lived and then he... No, because there were some where he would just bury murder kits like years before. And go back to there later and find someone to kill. Oh, okay. So that must have been happening with the Vermont. So he went to I don't know which parts he did that, but I know that's what he yeah, did. Yeah, no, that was one of the bury. Yeah, that which was is one how of the, he could get away with it. That was one of the evidence that the police brought to trial is that he would have these murder kits that he would go to random places far from his home. Mm-hmm. Like really far from his home. Because that um, was, that was his rule. Yeah. For now. He he couldn't kill near his home so he resided he was born in utah he moved to he grew up in washington he resided in alaska in anchorage um towards the end of his life so he lived in anchorage and he would fly across the country like to vermont bury a kit come back two years later find a fan find his targets get the kit and then murder them Mm -hmm. um a lot of the times he was like on quote-unquote vacation right he would tell his he he would tell his wife or his family or whoever that he was on vacation. And what he was really doing was sating his murderous desires by traveling. He mentioned that he was, he admired Ted Bundy and he shared many similarities with him. Um, They were both methodical and felt a possession over their victims. Um, Bundy's murders were spread throughout the country, mainly because he lived in many different areas. Um, But he's, his... Did not have a particular type of victim. Mm-mm. He just knew that he wanted to kill. And so he would essentially plan the killing and what he would need and then go back and look for his victim. So he would do it opposite. Usually killers find their target and then how they want to kill it. He just wanted to kill and did it backwards. Um, there was a particular murder and this is where he got caught. Um, that was his last murder, right? This was, this was his last murderer. Close to home because he broke his own rule. He broke his own rule. He also had a rule that he would not kill anybody who had children or kill children because he had a daughter. And that I found fascinating because amongst his immoral behavior, there was a sliver of moral right there. I can't kill anyone with children. There are very few, but very there are few. some out there that do have those weird rules. Yeah. We're like, but you'll do this. Right. Where you're still <laughs> in touch with humanity and sentience, but it's very, very slim. And mm-hmm. somehow you've tainted it, incorporated it into what you're doing now. Yeah. So he was, um, he was in Anchorage. He abducted a woman. From a little tiny coffee shop. From like, a tiny co- a coffee shop attendant. Yeah. Um, and it was like tiny, like those little drive, drive up ones. Yes. Super tiny. Which, um, I mean, it's Alaska. How many, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's Alaska. Of course. I've it's never be been to Alaska. I don't know. So it was an 18-year-old woman named Samantha Koenig. She was a coffee booth employee in Anchorage. He kidnapped her from her workplace on February 1st, took took her debit card and other property, sexually assaulted her, then killed her the following day. He left her body in a, sh- in a shed and then went to New Orleans, where he departed on a pre-booked two-week cruise with his family in the Gulf of Mexico. So before he took this vacation, he needed to state his killing, did the killing, left, came back. 
When he returned, he removed the girl's body from the shed, applied makeup to her face, sewed her eyes open with a fishing line, and snapped a picture of her four-day-old issue... uh, Wait, and snapped a picture of her and sent it to the Anchorage Daily News um, post to appear that she was still alive, asking for a $30,000 ransom. Yep. He then dismembered her body Mm -hmm. and disposed it in the Matanuska Lake, north of Anchorage. Um, he also, to fund all of his murderous activities, he would burglarize homes. And that's actually where the victims of his Vermont killings that I mentioned earlier came from, is that it was a couple. He went in to burglarize their home. He took them to a farm place. He burglarized their home, took the victims to a farm place, killed the man, sexually assaulted the woman, and then killed her. He's also into necrophilia. He is into necrophilia because the, <laughs> he's all the things because except for a diddler. He's not a diddler. He's not a diddler because he had a daughter, so he yeah. had morals there. No diddlers. Um, but the last woman, the Samantha woman that he was his last victim that he you know made everyone think she was still alive when she wasn't. He also engaged in necrophilia mm-hmm. with her corpse. Yeah, and it was winter, so that's how her body was able to be preserved long enough so yes. he could go on that trip, come back, and then do that. Yes. To her to make them think because it was cold. Because it was cold and it was mm-hmm. Alaska. which And you can see that picture on the internet. Yeah. It's really sad. Yes. She looks dead, though, in it. I don't know if it's because we already know she was dead. But to me, she does not look alive in the photo. I think I think people have probably suspected she was dead when they saw the photo. Because her, her face is too sunken in. Yeah. I mean, it's preserved well. To an extent for being dead, but I mean, not that I see all these dead people, but just from like Mm -hmm. taking medical classes and anatomy and going to open casket funerals, which are huge in Utah. Yeah, you can see when they're dead, their cheeks get sunken no matter what. The the skin takes on a different pallor and a different um, texture when Mm -hmm. somebody dies and it's very visible. I think that if you were to know that somebody was missing and then a picture pops up, you would lose all rational and you would just immediately go to hope that they were alive. I guess that's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, you know, just rationalizing. I'm sure she looks that way because he hasn't been feeding her. <gasps> she doesn't have any water. Up. She's dehydrated. Yeah. But you know, deep down that like you're looking at a dead corpse. I wonder know? how well he actually can do makeup though. Because it was black and white. I'm sure he just put on some foundation. I don't think he probably... You would have to because there's no color. Yeah, I'm sure he just put on like some foundation and maybe some blush. I don't think he was doing like her eyeliner and stuff. You, you, if you're going to do someone's makeup, you got to glam it up, Israel, who is now dead. That that's true. So he was um, apprehended. He attempted to escape during a routine hearing. He broke his leg irons and jumped over the railer, but a taser was used in efforts to quickly subdue him. Um, While he was being held in jail at the Anchorage Correctional Complex on suspicion of murder, he managed to conceal a razor blade. He died by suicide on December 2nd, 2012, via self-inflicted risk cuts attempting and attempting strangulation. A suicide note was found under his bed considered consisted of an ode to murder, but offered no clues as to possible victims. In 2020, the FBI released the drawings of 11 skulls and one pentagram, which had been drawn in blood and found underneath Key's gel cell bed after his suicide. One of the drawings included the phrase, we are one, written at the bottom. The FBI believes that these are, uh, that these skulls correlate with the number of victims. So this was his token or his souvenir. Like most serial killers take some type of piece of their murders. And apparently his was 
drawings of skulls. He was just a cocky bastard too. Like in the, have you, did you watch any like YouTube interrogations? Oh on no, him? I didn't watch any of the videos. Oh my gosh. So he kept them at bay and would only give them like Bundy, give them little mm-hmm. bits. And what I think is stupid, he's like BTK. He can't be him. Well, in some ways he's original because of doing the kill kits, like right. planning years out in advance. Right. But he kept comparing himself to Bundy. Bundy, Bundy, Bundy. Bundy has a fucking unibrow and his nose looks like Beavis's nose. He, he has the great cornholio. I don't even think Beavis or Beavis. <laughs> I don't even think Bundy was that smart as terms of like, I feel like this dude did way more planning than Bundy Absolutely. Ever did. He was definitely more methodical. Yeah. Like he was more about evading the law, whereas Bundy's like, I bet I could get away with this. And just Bundy's was purely a narcy. He is such a narcissist. I loved how his, um, his end, you know, one of his last interviews, he says, no one can judge me for what I do. No one, not even God or some shit where he's basically like, I have the right to kill people and no one can judge me. Mm hmm. But how dare you capture me? <laughs> yes. I am the great Ted Bundy. I am the great Ted Bundy. I will evade the law. We, we are going to do a Ted Bundy episode, <laughs> and I am purely only going to be the great Cornholio as Ted Bundy. Do it. The entire time. Do We're it. We're doing this. Do it. We can do it in October. <laughs> for a Halloween episode. For a Halloween. For a Halloween. <laughs> I'll draw a unibrow and everything. I would be She'll the wear a polo Bundy. shirt as well. A polo shirt and a unibrow. That's horrible. So now that you've listened to all this horrible, horrible stuff horrible. that happened in real life. Horrible. God, people are terrible. This is why I love animals and hate people. Same. But, you know, since we're on the subject of killers, we got to have a killer song list. So, Hell Kira, yeah. Yes. What are you listening to when you talk about or think about serial killers or killers with ties to Utah? This is what I would listen to if I was a killer or being hunted by a killer. Or if I was a detective hunting a killer. A detective. Detective. Detective Tits. A private eye. <laughs> detective Tits is on the case. Detective Tits. She'll get it in just a bit. <laughs> so the first song they used blood on my hands Ooh. gotta you know praise our utah boys utah locals <laughs> who got yep. famous the song is also really freaking catchy i can imagine because the so use is on it and then number two because i have to and you again probably only know maybe three of two of probably <laughs> ice nine kills hip to be scared do you know who Ice Nine Kills is? No, but this song sounds amazing. Okay. And now I have to YouTube it. So so there's many reasons. I love Ice Nine Kills anyways. And they do songs about horror movies and stuff. And they make it very catchy and I love them very much. And they're great live and everyone needs to check them out. And I'm plugging them in just because. Yep. Ice Nine Kills, everyone. Anyways, great live too. <laughs> Hip to be scared is their song for American Psycho the movie. Nice. Yeah. And that is my second favorite horror movie because mm. evil dead right number two you have to i consider all evil deads as one i know you kind of have to though, all the evil deads a, are number one to me it's a trilogy yeah and then american psycho is number two so this song is just 
from that movie. Right. And I love it. So it makes me think of that. Like for the more dapper fancy of the murderers. For the fancier murderers. Yeah, not not these diddlers. And then We don't like you diddlers. No. Get out of our song. Go list. fuck yourselves, diddler. diddler. Go find a plastic pickle. Leave the kids alone. Don't even mess with a pickle. Go find a mace and stick it up your butt. Or that. And then wiggle it a little. Wiggle it just a little wiggle bit. Wiggle a little. <laughs> <laughs> and then a lot. Because we really want it to hurt. Because you're a fucking diddler. Diddler. Hate diddlers. Anyways, number four. The Spooks Karma Hotel. <gasps> I love the Spooks. You know the Spooks? I don't. I know the Spooks. And Karma Hotel? I don't know if I've heard Karma Hotel, oh, but I know the Spooks. Yeah. Because I feel, you know... Karma. Karma for all these killers. <laughs> like, you dispose of a gun. You shot your hand. You were dumb. You make some bombs. You forgot one and it blew up in your car. Dumb. You get caught and you get sentenced to death. There and then you, you should be sentenced and not piss out and die. Yeah. Or puss out, I guess. Piss yeah. out. Like Israel. <laughs> Such a pussy puss out he didn't want his daughter to find out you fucking murdered people all i know over. how is your daughter not gonna know she's gonna know she's, and how like, do you think she's gonna feel when she finds that out yeah worse because you're a dickhead right and you do dead bodies it's that true. is gross okay number five yes queen <gasps> bohemian rhapsody yeah you got to you have to and, and it fits so well because we did a wayne's world tangent earlier we sure did i'd never done a crazy thing in my life before that night why is it, if a man kills another man in battle, it's called heroic? Yet if he kills a man in the heat of passion, it's called murder. Hello! I don't even own a gun, let alone many guns that would necessitate an entire rack. Number six. Yes. Oh, I for I skipped three. Okay, we're going to do three and then six, because I'm cool three. like that. Number three. Dream cars, kill for candy. I haven't heard that one. It's real catchy. So it has the singer, Davey Havoc from AFI is the singer, the nice. vocalist. And then the rest of the band is No Doubt. Yeah. <gasps> Super catchy. Is it like ska-ish? Reminds me more of like 80s-ish. Oh, okay. It's a more 80s, but okay. it's really catchy. Gotcha. Love it. So yeah. Number six. Ramstein. Of course. Of course, Ramstein. You have to put Ramstein on every list now. Every episode oh, wait, must I have will a Ramstein. not run out for a very long exactly. time. Exactly. <laughs> every so many Ramsteins. Um, Mind Tile. Mm. That's what I was talking about. Was yeah. it last episode? Or the first episode. I can't remember. One of those episodes before this. <laughs> before which this there's one. only two. But Mind Tile. That's about the guy in Germany who put a Craig I think it was Craigslist it was ad. it was like a Craig yeah it was the first episode As we did and yeah. you were talking about he ate his dingle yeah he put a, a listing up asking about can I eat your wiener and Dude someone responded. replied and was like yeah you can eat my wiener and then he died and his wiener got eaten and he was disappointed of how it tasted it's <laughs> like if you're gonna kill someone and eat a wiener and then you're disappointed that's, a that's just a terrible horrible waste it is and at the same time of all the things to be disappointed in that sounds fair because you did go to all the effort of getting a victim killing <laughs> yeah. the victim you know excavating the penis well he wasn't the penis, even dead yet when he cut off the wiener oh dear yeah okay yeah oh dear yeah i so thought the poor guy yeah oh. no he died after 
Ooh. Horror fella. Dickless. He definitely wasn't she, a diddler. No. Because he had no dick. No. So my song list would include a song about Ted Bundy called <laughs> Mr. Gore by a band called Blitzkid. <laughs> There's a song called Out in the Cold, which is very sad. It's about a female getting murdered and raped Who by that? the business. I don't know if I've heard that one. The business is an old school punk rock oi band. I so love they're oi. so they're Aww. like punk skinheads. They're like a oi skinhead band. Skinhead it's a good. Stuff. It's a really good. There are some good oi's. It's. I mean, it's like se- it's seventies uh, yeah. or eighties punk. So it's really rough to listen to. Not the best mix <laughs> I, that you're recording. I think that's the best kind of punk is the old. The raw. School. Me too. Yeah. I love the raw punk. But Kennedy's good song. Check it out. Pistols. Um, there's a song called Death of Me by Calabrese, because, you know, <laughs> of you're getting killed. So obviously a murderer is the death of you. There is a song that I think most people in our age bracket of the millennials know called Tear You Apart by She Wants Revenge. Oh, yeah. That gets very into, like, planning, you know, Israel an abduction. Keys. Israel looking straight at you. Either. Guy with the Hebrew country name. <laughs> and no eyebrows. And no eyebrows. Draw them on. Draw angry eyebrows on. Sharpie, man. Just sharpie that shit. <laughs> That's your punishment. Not you only will you be executed, as we're sharpie. You have to have sharpie brows. Evil eyebrows on you before sharpie you die. <laughs> you get the shrouds. You get the shrouds. Shusha shrouds. Shrouds before you die because you're a terrible person. Terrible. And then my last song would be Stalking After Midnight by my friend Stellar Corpses. (laughs) Because it's like a psychobilly and then it goes fast and it's punk and he talks about how like schoolgirls are his favorite kind and it's about a killer. (laughs) Diddler? Maybe a diddler. Did he diddle? He just liked to stalk the women. for schoolgirl? Maybe. Yeah, that's Gotta be a diddler. Could be a college schoolgirl though. That's true. But that's a very thin line. Yeah. Very, very thin line. So, Kira. So, Mary. It's a Friday the 13th. Oh. Which means. Yes. Battle Royale. Hell yeah. The big, bulking, undiable Jason Voorhees. Mr. Voorhees. Versus Utah Killers. The ones we stated. The ones Minus who... Bundy. Bundy's not in this. Bundy's not on the list. He was just on the Bundy song. Bundy can't sit with us. No, Bundy, not get today. your own damn table. We will have our own table with Bundy later. <laughs> We're going to interview his corpse. His skeleton. <laughs> We're going to dig it up and interview it. <laughs> I think, didn't they cremate him? <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember. I know he it got... It doesn't matter. He's dead. He got the electric chair, though. He did get fried. He did. And it was a big thing, and people watched him. Uh-huh. And people and he had was, shirts. Did he was... That? Yeah. They made shirts, and they had all these set poster signs. Yeah. And he was, like, oh, waving to the people, and it was a big thing. Like, he loved it. Did he do it like the royal wave, where it was very suave, side-to-side, side, gracefully? I think it was just, like, an asinine wave, you know, where you <laughs> flap your wrist back and forth. <laughs> <Like that. laughs> yeah. Only he was laughing like that right too. <laughs> Hi guys, I'm gonna go get burnt. Hey guys, go I'm Ted Bundy. <laughs> I know you've heard a lot about me. <laughs> They're gonna shave my head because why? I'm the great Ted Bundy. I'm the great Ted Bundy. <laughs> Anyways, Bundy tangent number five. So, 
Yes. We're going to pit Jason versus against all three of the Garys. All the Garys. All the Garys. Who's refing? Who's going to win? Who's going to be the ref? I don't know. Who should be the ref? Not the diddler because he cannot be trusted. No, not the diddler. But the diddler can come in and be on Jason's side because he's backwards. Or he can just ref and then Jason kills him automatically because he's a diddler. And then we need a second ref. Like second breakfast. Israel's going to be the second ref. I was going to say... Israel, that's why Israel, because those are you. the two worst ones. So those two yep. automatically get killed by Jason. Yeah, automatically. Because you know they they deserve it. Because they're gross. Because they're gross. Because they're gross. They're gross. And one is a diddler, so and he dies first in a very very painful manner. So we have Jason against the two Garys: Gary Gilmore, Gary Ridgway. Yeah. So do the Garys fight each other first, or are they all going to like no, battle Jason, but then turn on each other? They're going to battle Jason and then turn on each other. Okay. I so like we've, we've, we've extracted, we've brought back to life all of these killers and we've extracted <laughs> them well, from I mean, their Ridgway's jail cells. still open, awake, alive. Alive. <laughs> He's awake. Gary Ridgeway's so, awake. <laughs> so all of the ones that are still alive, we pluck out of their jail cell and we bring them to an island. Which is only one. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Everybody else we resurrect and we bring them to the same island. Oh, so are they on the same wavelength as Jason? Yes. Because they're in J- We're taking them to Jason's world. So, like, let's say that there's, like, a Camp Crystal Lake that's isolated on an island. That'd be pretty cool. Or, like, there is a lake and it's huge and there's an island on the lake and Jason lives there. I feel that's how it should be. And then we take all the serial killers that we talked about today and we put them there. Just the Garys or all? All of them. All but of them. we tell them that you two, you two mofos, you diddler, and you keys, you're automatically dying by Jason's hand. So you get to ref. You get to live longest and watch everyone die. And then they die first. Fuckers. And, and then they die first. And then we pit everybody else against Jason. I feel we should place a kill kit for Jason to use on Israel. Oh, he has everything. He has his machete. He has his chains. He has his I feel it should be a sleeping bag. (laughs) He he actually saved the sleeping bag for Ron and Dan Lafferty. Okay. He's going to be, he's going to use Dan to beat Ron. Dickhead Dan. He's going to, he's going to use Dickhead Dickhead Dan Dan to beat Ron. And then he's going to hit dickhead dan on a tree stump and break his back okay i'll allow that <laughs> so that's how they go down so okay. ron and dan you're out death by Ouch. sleeping bag okay and so now he's got robert eugene bennett who was the dismembered person how is he <laughs> killing this old old fuck i feel that he should t- dismember him he should and then just carry his head around as a purse. Like how he did with Freddy. Yeah. And Freddy versus Jason. Yeah. I like it. So it's a Ro- very fancy purse. It is. So Robert Eugene, boom, you're a purse now. Bam. You're a purse. You're a purse. <laughs> Who's a purse now? You are. <laughs> so, squeaky chair. Squeaky chair. Hi-fi murderers. Do we want to put them against Jason right now? Or are we going to wait? We're going to wait. Okay. So Mark Hoffman with the bombs and the forget a bomb. 
He probably just died of fright. Because <laughs> he's a pussy. Because he's a pussy. How about... I'm so scared. I, I feel like... I feel like he'd be thrown into a fire of some sort. Like, let's say that, you know, Jason, yeah, like Jason and him are like struggling, right? Jason has a kerosene lamp at the corner, gets knocked over, kerosene's on top of the water. Coincidentally. (laughs) There's light everywhere. He just picks him up and throws him into the flame. He's like, his like, he probably just fell into the fire. Probably did. He's trying to like back away because he's a little pussy boy. And then he just falls in. And then he falls into the fire and Jason's like, "Eh." and Jason's just like. Jason's well, like, easy. I got other battles have to you, deal with. Have you ever noticed how Jason just kind of, when something works out his way and someone just dies, just he just looks and he's just like, eh, and yeah. he walks away. He'll still take credit he, for he it. He still takes it because, I mean, his goal is done. He just, it's less effort because he has bigger fish to murder. He, yeah. So we killed Robert Eugene with, he's the lantern head. He's the purse. Yep. Ron and Dan Lafferty are death by sleeping bag. Yep. Mark Hoffman tripped into a kerosene fire. Yep. So now we have the two Garys. The three? The three Garys and and uh, Israel. Yep. So we already know that Arthur Gary Bishop and Israel are being held for last. How does he take down Gary Gilmore and Gary Ridgway? I forgot what Gary... He shot people, right? Yeah, he was the one that left the... <laughs> Left the blood. Shot his hand. That's right. He's the dum-dum that shot his own hand. I feel that... So they're at a camp, right? Yeah, they're like or they on an island. island. On the In the lake. Okay, in the lake. Kind of like Antelope Island, but this is Crystal Lake Island. So I feel that little bitch boy number two G. Yes. He... Would probably trip over some rocks. <laughs> he would trip over some rocks. Because he's a little bitch as well. And then Jason would cut off his hands. Yes. And leave him to bleed out. He would cut off the hands, but then he would stick them in his pants. Because <laughs> it's funny. And Jason has a sense of humor. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Cold, clammy hands around my nutsack while I bleed out my wrist. That sounds about fitting for Jason. Yeah. So Gary Ridgway, (laughs) the Green River Killer. So Gary Ridgway was originally going to help G-Spot number two, but then he was smarter than that. So he decided, he's like, screw this, I'm out. So he went and hid while everyone else was murdered and whatnots and he was also tempted because he thought he saw a naked lady of the night over yonder in those trees over there but it was really jason's shadow (laughs) jason was taking a leak (laughs) and then gary was like whoa you are not a lady of the night and jason just stood there and stared at him because he doesn't while urinating yeah, he, he urinated all on her, Gary. But because Jason's from hell, it was acidic Acid. pee. Acid. And it burned Gary Ridgway's knees, <laughs> causing him to fall to the ground. And you want to know why? Because he did not free his knees to begin with. He did so not. He was, nope. So the acid just stayed there and ate away It at just his ate knees. away everything. And when he's on his knees, Jason. Yeah. Just be. 
decapitates him. Just yep. easy as that. How dare you watch me take a piss, you pervert. And then he pushed him into the water. Into the lake. Just one How kick. ironic Splash. that? He ended You're up in the like river, one of bitch. his ladies of the night. Exactly. Because Jason does justice. Yep. So now our last two. Oh, yeah. I forgot about the last two. Arthur Gary Bishop, the diddler. Number three of the G. And Israel Keys. Super douche. Cocky, narcy douche. That's my song <laughs> for Israel So Jason walks up to this huge tree, right? Shh, shh. <sighs> Slashes a rope. <laughs> the rope, you know, flutters. <laughs> Are you making sound effects for you? <laughs> down, down to the ground. Down to the ground. It's a briefcase. I don't know what sound a briefcase would make. <laughs> That's a briefcase. Yeah, I, I, I got nothing. <laughs> the briefcase smashes to the ground, pops open. Down to the ground. And there's a chainsaw in there. Oh, shit. <gasps> is Ash going to make an appearance? Maybe. <laughs> but this is Jason's murder <laughs> kit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, buddy. There's also a bottle of acid. Oh, shit. In there. Acetone or just acid? <laughs> Doesn't matter. Some kind of acid. There's some type some type of acid. Sizzling acid. Or no, no, no. Saucy. Let's let's do a battery pack instead of acid. Ooh. Battery pack. Battery acid. A leaky battery. Oh, shit. Those are the worst. I know. Zing! Because it's been up there for a few years. It's uh, a kill kit. He hit he it. forgot because he had no one come to his home. No, no one came to the <laughs> island no until today. No wanted to visit Jason. We're on good terms with Jason, by the way. That's right. We're buds. We're buds. He's like over here going like, hell yeah. Yeah. With a head nod because he doesn't talk. It's we true. Just, he it's, pantomimes. Yes. And, and mind pretty reading. cool. You should see him dance. He is very good at waltzing. Very good. <laughs> he is light on his feet for such a large stature. Yes. Yes. I would waltz with Jason any day as long as he didn't murder me. So Jason takes the battery pack. Dun, dun, dun. Ties up the diddler, hooks it to his balls. Ow, ow, ow. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> and just lets it go. Sizzing and hissing and sparking. <laughs> burning his scrotum sack. This sounds really bad. If I had junk, I would feel oh, yeah. really sore right now. So while he's getting electrocuted in his ball sack. Zap in the sack. Mr. Jason turns to keys. Dun, dun, dun. Ch -ch -ch. Ah, 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 ah. And he starts the dismemberment process with the chainsaw. <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> I like your chainsaw. <laughs> So he, he starts with Israel's feet, his ankles, does his knees, slices Freeze off his knees. hips, slices Slice off his pelvic hips. bone, oh. gets gets to his arms, slices those off. Oh. Chop -a chop -a now he's just a stump of a head and a torso, but he can feel everything. <laughs> he's, everything. he's like the Black Knight. <laughs> he is. He's the Black Knight. <laughs> he has no legs. <laughs> And now, what should he do to these two horrible, horrible, a stump and a guy with a battery hooked to his nads? <laughs> his bad. He's going to push the guy with the battery into the water so the guy gets electrocuted really yep. brutally. I feel that's appropriate. Yes, that is appropriate. Mm -hmm. And then, 
a bunch of fish are going to come to the surface because they're going to die from the electricity too. Mm -hmm. At which point Jason's going to pick up a fish. Yes. Slap Israel a couple times in the face (laughs) with it before jamming it down Israel's throat and choking him to death on a fish. Yes. And that's how they all go down. Like it. I like it too. Death by fish suffocation. (laughs) Death by a fish choke. A battery acid fish. A battery acid fish. That must have tasted terrible. Doesn't matter. He was too concerned about bleeding and probably in shock. Doesn't matter. He's Israel Keys. It's true. Nobody cares about you, Israel. Nope. You can't sit with us. You can't sit with us. Nope. Not at all. So how about... suck. Now that we've talked about dark, disturbing, depressing things. Yes. Let's end on a sexy note. I'm always sexy. It's true, you are. (laughs) So sexy right now. She is too sexy for this podcast. I'm too sexy for my pants. That's why I wear shorts. (laughs) It's true. Free the knee. Free the knees. Anti-pants revolution. Fuck yeah. Kira. Yes. Who is our silvery fox? (sighs) Silver. I am so excited. Kurt Russell. It's Kurt. It's Kurt. He's really old. He's, uh, he's 70. He's like... 70 years of sexiness. Yes. Well, not sexy all those 70 years, because as a child, that's gross. Yes, that is gross. He is an antique silver fox. That's right. Because he is well over the age of 50 and well over senior citizen status. He's straight into senior citizen status. <laughs> he is a senior citizen. They define senior citizen by Kurt Russell. I love Kurt Russell. But he is... He's attractive. He's very attractive. And Big Trouble in Little China, how can you not? Right? Oh, those tight pants. And the tank top <laughs> with oh. the cool graphic on it. And his cockiness. His, yeah, you his, know he's a douche, oh, but douche. he's so cute. Oh, and he, you and you see that yes. dimple that he has? Oh, yes. Yes. It's yes, not fair yes. when dudes have dimples. Because hmm. it's like, a dude could be okay looking, but then he smiles and he has dimples and you're just like, God damn it. And you're like, oh. You're like, now you, you just melt. became attractive. <laughs> You went from okay to being attractive. Do guys feel that way about chicks with dimples? I don't know. I think guys are pretty okay with all women and are like most women are attractive regardless of what <laughs> guess, they look like. I guess that's true. Men out there. Let us know. Let us know. Be at our Gmail, which is 801horrorcultvix at gmail.com. Or the Instagram. Uh, Instagram, which is... Yeah, I don't remember this one at 801. Isn't it the 801 Horror O Cult? Zero yes. Cult? 801 Horror Zero Cult. Because in Utah, a zero and an O are the same yeah. thing. Or you can just look up double O Ho and then you can find us from there. You can. That that's, is another way that you can find us. That's probably the easiest. Next episode! Dun dun dun. Dun dun dun. So, Mary. So, I lost my place. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, so. This episode is a mistake. Kira and I have gotten our. I know, I'm sorry, Zach. I'm sorry. I'm Always. It's a fun mistake, though. So fun. It's our outtakes episode. <laughs> yes! We have enough episodes to make an outtake episode. 
Lisa, right? This is our first one. We're so excited. Yeah, it's my favorite. I wanted to skip all the other episodes. <laughs> We've been so antsy since the first episode to show you guys what we left out. Because <laughs> it's way better. Because if you liked what we left in, just you wait, good listener. Oh my goodness, I'm already hurt. <laughs>